Because We Make, the podcast about making creativity and why we do what we do as makers and creatives. I'm your host, Vincent Ferrari, and joining me as always, my good friend and co-host, Mr. Ethan Carter. What is up, Vincent? How you doing, man? I am rocking and rolling. Kinda. It is Monday of a short week, <laughs> holiday week. Dude, it, everybody punched. Like, I have never seen a bunch of checked out people at work like oh my I gosh, did today. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's crazy. I mean, I, I there's like a couple people working tomorrow. I'm working remote tomorrow. And but like everyone was off today. Yeah, it's 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 a ghost town. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's it's okay though. Like I got it. Oh, this yeah. is one of those weeks where I get weird, stupid little things I put off type things done. Yeah. Yep. So I'm okay with that. Well, we have a uh, in the summer we have summer hours like uh on Friday. So if you work an extra hour every day, you get to take a half day on Friday. And oh. sometimes sometimes I'll work that half day on the Friday because I get so much done because it's just like complete mm-hmm. si- you know silence. Yeah. It's it's sometimes that's really nice. Even today, like I was, you know, quarter to five, because I leave work at 530. They started closing like an hour and a half earlier than we used to close the warehouse. So I have to be out of the building by 530 now instead of seven o'clock. So it's a little weird. But yeah, I was um, even today, like I got a call from our Phoenix office and, you know, I was walking up and down the aisles of the warehouse, like looking at stuff, (laughs) we were picking out products for a promotion we want to do. Mm hmm. And I looked at one and I'm like, oh, this is the one. We got to do these. And he's like, yeah, that's great. Do we have pictures of it yet? I'm like, no, go take care of it. And I think a half hour later, I had a fully fleshed out flyer and new product photos (laughs) of this thing that was sitting in the warehouse. And it's like, that is the wonder of being able to work on something like that when no one is in the office. Right. Like, you oh, can totally. just knock something like that out, those stupid little tasks that just well, kill and you. I, you know, in going back to like when everyone was remote, it's, it's funny though, because like I ended up like getting, I was so, I mean, I got work done so much quicker because, and again, there's benefits to the pop ins, there's benefits to the social like interactions. I get all that. But not having those when we were all forced to be remote, I got so much done. It was like amazing. You it's know, amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I don't want to ever come across as one of those people that I don't like my coworkers. Yeah, but yeah, when no, they're not exactly. around, yeah. when they're not around, my day is so much more productive. Exactly, exactly. Yep. In fact, it got more productive the day I moved to the other side of the building because I'm literally the only person on that side of the building now while the building is being built. And there so you was don't have one, those pop-ins. I don't have anything. Like people do occasionally pop in, but they, they don't because it's a long walk to my office. See, that's almost perfect. That's almost the perfect setup because when you, like when you do need kind of a break or just to like see people, mm-hmm. you can, right? But mm-hmm. you don't, yeah, that's actually a really good setup. It's yeah. actually, fun fact, it's actually two doors down from my new shop. <laughs> that's crazy. That's Which awesome. Which is great. Yeah. So like when I'm there on the weekends, when eventually I, I do move my stuff over, I can just go sit in my office if I want to. That's awesome. Yeah. It all works out. So totally. We, believe it or not, it is episode 125. I can't believe it. That's crazy. 125. A century wow. and a quarter we are. Yep. And, and you know what that means. We, yep. Everybody. I think at this point, it's like, Jesus, Most, if you yeah, don't know. Unless you just started listening from <laughs> 101. Onward, yeah. Onward. And, so, you, and you didn't go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those you didn't go people. back to any of those. Which, by the way, that is something that a lot of people have told me that they started listening recently. We've gotten a lot of new listeners recently. That's and awesome. they'll message and go, hey, I like your podcast. I've been binging the old episodes. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, you're, you, you're what? <laughs> like, There's like two years worth of back catalog going on are you sure you want to do that but apparently they do and i hear hey, that all the time that's awesome yeah i mean i've done i've done that with podcasts too it's it's like yeah. when you get something you like and you know, you want more it's perfect you have the advantage of being evergreen let's be honest exactly right 
our stuff never gets old. <laughs> right. I mean, That's what I, I like I'm to sure tell people myself. are tired of my stuff. Like, I'm <laughs> sure I've said my story a million times and you've told your story. But other than that, I'm sure everyone's. Did, did y'all yeah. know that Ethan came on? No, I mean, because <laughs> people get annoyed. But no, since it's an episode that's divisible by 25 and 25 has no actual relationship to the calendar in any form. But we just thought it would be a fun round number because it worked out the first two times. Um, the Godfather. Of the yes, Because We Make podcast. Guest. The original, the first guest ever, the one and only, Dave Swiduck is here. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> you guys can't get rid of me. I'm like glittering. No, I mean, not like oh, I, I think it's actually the other way around, Dave. It's like, <laughs> we, 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 you can't get rid of us making you come back on every 25 no. I'm such a jerk, too, because I don't even like, I'm like, you ready to come on Monday? Like, I don't even ask. Like, it's like, no, you just get your calendar out now and start yeah, nah. putting dots on it. <laughs> well, I yeah, think I told you, I said schedule wise. Yeah, 100%. I'm all set to go. As far as uh, what you want me to talk about, I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No. <laughs> little uh, behind, uh, what's uh, peel back the yeah, pull back, kimono. open the kimono. Yeah, open the kimono. <laughs> Dave, I never I have any idea what I'm going to talk about. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Do we, I don't either. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to. I want to talk about something real quick. Just you know, a little bit of house clean mm. housekeeping right off the top because I figured. We might as well, since we're here and since it's a little more casual when Dave's on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> last week, I did mention that we were going to do something special for listeners. Mm-hmm. And for listeners that sell stuff online and they do custom work and whatever, we would put a little page on the website for them. And that page is up now. And four people submitted, including one I didn't even know listen. And she's really freaking talented. Oh, and yeah. It's a shock to me. It's like... You listen to me. It's awesome, right? I know. <laughs> what's, I was, what's wrong with? I you? was surprised by that too, Benson. To be honest, yeah. Um, but yeah, she's um, she's really cool, and she's she's in Oz. So, but yeah, there's a bunch of there's a couple of really cool people on there now. There's going to probably be more. But yeah, if you have a shop and you sell stuff online, um, go to the contact page on becausewemake.com and just let us know your link and what you do, and I will add you to the page because. It's becoming – it actually looks really cool already. There's a couple of people there, and if you're looking for something for somebody that you don't make but you'd like to get something, feel free to hit up these stores. They will, uh, they'll take good care of you. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Very good cool. Stuff. Yeah. You know, you know what I you – know, uh, one thing that you taught me, Dave mm. – I'm just going to tell you, you taught me this. You know, okay. We're going to go with that. Um, <laughs> but No, but seriously um, – now I'm nervous. Just, I, I don't know why. I just yeah, got nervous too. for some reason. <laughs> just like the importance of having something to give back to your community, oh, right? Yeah. Like I always liked, I always liked the way that you integrated the community for like for Digital Soup mm-hmm. and for even Adventures in Creativity. And now you're the stuff you're doing now. You have a Discord for everything for the story related yeah. stuff. And I feel like that's the one thing. Like I was always good at making the content, but not so good at maintaining the community for it. Right. And you are really good at Definitely. rallying people around content. You're doing it now with the story stuff. And yeah. I feel like this is like my little way of saying I wanted to have this. I mean, obviously, because of the week <laughs> it is, but because it's like I wanted to give you thanks oh, thank for you. giving me the idea for this just by, hey, how can I engage the people that listen to the podcast? So yeah. I was kind of inspired by you. So I appreciate that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, I, I just, I feel like Maker Mackey there. Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah, Adam, I got, I was laughing, not to tangent there, but he had to explain 
his Australian word of the week or whatever, what, yeah, no, yeah, and no, yeah, and, and all of that. And I thought, you know, Australian and Minnesotan are really close. I was right, thinking the right. same thing. I'm like, yeah, I've heard this. I mean, I have relatives, granted, not so much in New York, but my Southern relatives, that's yeah. how they talk. Yeah, no, no, yep. yeah. Yeah. All the all the time, I, I was laughing. I knew those answers right away. But no, that's no. so funny. No, I forgot what I was even going to say. But um, <laughs> no, I, with with the community stuff, though. I mean, I, I I try, and to me, that's that's really kind of where it's all at. And you know, I even do the episodes where I started this on a. I took a long shot. I didn't know if anyone would even be interested, but started like a, a kind of like a book club. But we'll do mm-hmm. movies. We'll do books. You know, we kind of alternate. And I figured, you know what, we're going to get together roughly once a month and and we're going to chat about whatever we've all agreed to either read or watch. And I put those out there because to me, I'm like, that's people that have invested time to listen and take part of this community. So let's, let's let their thoughts be heard because I, you know, I'm, I'm trying hard to get them to, because I can set it up so they can record without me. And I'm trying mm-hmm. real hard to get them to review stuff, even if I'm not there, because I think that'd be super cool for other listeners amazing. to hear, you know, like, yeah, let's totally. get together. We can talk about the stuff we like, and we're going to get put into the podcast feed. So I don't know. Right. I, I thought it was a, a pretty cool idea. Um, some people. You know what I really like about that day is that, you know, I've been, you know, there's a lot of uh, Patreon, mm-hmm. you know, people and that do, you know, part of their thing is if, if you're at a certain level or whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. monthly group chats or and most of the time it's, you know, any level monthly group chats and it they're fun, but right. they're, they're, but, the, the, but there's no, like, there's no topic. And, mm-hmm. and so again, it's not, that's, I'm not saying any, there's anything wrong with that. I think sure. there is a lot of benefit and, and, you know, good, good moderate moderator, can keep the conversation going but mm-hmm. i like that because it's it's kind of like a group hangout kind of thing right but it it uh but there's a purpose and the other thing too and i i, I said this I'm, th- I'm thinking back actually i think yeah think about back to like uh like the the hangout at workbench con a couple years ago mm. where it was just in the lobby of the hotel but what it was is it was more about less about like the actual hangout but it's more about like giving people a, a reason to come and hang out so that they didn't feel awkward because I, I do feel like and myself included. Sometimes you feel kind of like, ah, I don't belong or whatever. Yeah. But if there's a topic and a hangout, then it gives you that, uh, uh, not excuse, but that, uh, you know, that reason to be right. Yeah. And, and, and I think a lot more people attend probably, probably a lot more people that might be shy or whatever might join that because there's an actual topic. Right. Well, and there's, there's real power, I think, and this is, you know, kind of marketing even in general, but there's a real power to when people feel like they not only belong, but they have a bit of a ownership, mm-hmm. you know, like they're contributing, they have a little bit of control over their experience and, right. you know, whether they're, you know, selling or buying widgets on Etsy or wherever it is. If you feel like you have some input and, and your voice is heard, you're, you're very likely to stay engaged. And I found, I don't have huge audiences, but the ones that are there, man, they've stuck with me through all kinds of changes and followed me on all kinds of, you know, no pun intended, new adventures as I've done these things. (laughs) And the show has continued to morph and it's, it's going to morph again uh, in some way because my, my foray into writing original fiction and doing that is, is getting set to come to a, a close here that storyline is completing by the end of this year, end of December. So after that, things are, you know, going to shift a little bit again. And, 
you know, see where things go. But th- these awesome people that have joined me on this, this little journey, like they're engaged. I mean, they, they may not be tons of them, but the ones that are there are very into what we're doing. There's conversations happening all the time. You know, people, I think that's way DMing. more important personally. Yeah. Right. It, and it's, it's really fun. And it's, you know, my, my thought with it isn't, I'm not trying to make it a business, but I'd like it to be a community where I don't have to be part of every conversation, right. you know, mm-hmm. and that's the key where people can start chatting amongst each other and, Oh, we're reading this. We're watching this. Oh, I saw this thing or, you know, and things can just well, go. I think it's a little bit kind of like the makers on zoom having coffee yeah. where like more, you know, Morley started that and he mm-hmm. was kind of the, but now that happens with or without Morley, and you know, right. it's, and that's a great thing. I think that's really, really healthy. The community is driving it, not not a single person. And I think that's, mm. yeah, I think that's really that's really cool to be able. And I, I would imagine you take, you know, you kind of, if that happens, you kind of can step back and be honored by the fact that you created that community that can oh, yeah. live without you, right? And yeah, and it's it, honored would be, I mean, yeah, I'd be thrilled. And, and I guess I never really thought about it like that. More of just like, it's so cool. I, I just love, you know, reading and, and watching movies and, and basically enjoying stories of all forms and knowing that there's other people out there doing the same thing. And, right, you know, it's, it's right. not even about whether I, I created or brought it together. It's just like, yeah, we're all exploring this stuff together and enjoying it and it's it's a lot of fun you know and there's just it's kind of you know it sounds kind of corny but it's knowing there's other people like you out there yes you know that, that come That's from all these big, i we undervalue that yeah 100 um, but man there is something to that when you feel like you're the only one mm. of anything no matter how fun it is everybody always talks about being unique and yeah. being there you know everything's you you don't always want to be unique. Right. Sometimes you want to have kinship and kinship mm-hmm. is important. It's, I, I think we've completely devalued the idea, you know, even in, even in the sense where people talk about community, they're like, Oh, it's so great. You know, we're all just a community, even though we're all different. I mean, okay, great. But I, I, I want to be, sometimes you want to be the same as other people too. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's a little bit of comfort in knowing that you're not the only one of anything. It doesn't even matter what it is. It could be, you could be the only one with brown hair in a room and it feels weird, even though it's just hair color. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't have hair, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> you could be the only one with no hair in a yeah, room. Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Good pivot. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's true though, because I, yeah. I really do I've I you know, when I was younger I was always like I I didn't I didn't go out of my way to not blend in, but I liked that I was different. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, like even in high school, like I wasn't as smart as like the nerds. But I wasn't as athletic as the jocks. Which right, so you're like in ability, that in between. Right. right, which gave me the ability to kind of blend in with both. And it's kind of comforting to have a tribe, even if you're not, you know, all right, granted, if you're not as smart as the nerds, you're at the bottom of that pyramid. And if you're not as athletic <laughs> as the jocks, you're at the bottom of that pyramid. But that's fine. You know, I I, right. I was in a group and I don't know. I just, I I, I think that's, that's part of why we, uh, we always talk about this community and, uh, you know, whatever yeah. is that is that there is a little bit of <laughs> through through differences we are all alike 
at the same time. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like we, we all make different things. We all have different passions. We are all different, you know, it, uh, levels of investment in this, you know, social media or maker making or business or side hustle, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're all different levels, all of that things, but, but we're all different, but we're all connected through some kind of through line. Right. So right. that, and that is, and you know, in, in our case, you know, the creativity is what connects all right. of us, right? right? Like we're all a bunch of creatives. I can live with that being the thing that connects, you know, where mm-hmm. I can stand there and have a conversation mm-hmm. with someone like Jimmy DeResta. Yeah. And the conversation like Jimmy and I are not, I mean, I don't, I know there's no hierarchy, but come on, I'm not, when I'm not an idiot, no one listening to this is an idiot. We're not at the same level in our lives, right? <laughs> but at the same time, I can have a conversation with him and be conversant because we share the experience of being a creative and a maker. Right. You know, and that, that, that just, it's nice. Like to, you know, as insular as working in our shops is, I know this is something that every single, single making podcast talks about that we all <laughs> generally work solo in our shops. Right. Or, you know, if you're a, a painter, you don't paint with 30 other people. You have your studio and you paint, or if you make jewelry, you know, you're putting stuff in your kiln on your own everything is on your own and to just step outside of that for a little while and go, yeah, I made this really cool thing today. Oh, what'd you make? Oh, how'd you make that? That's cool. Even though that person's never going to make that, you know, but they want to know because it's like, Oh, I'm interested because this is a creative pursuit. This is something I want to know more about. I want to understand it, even though I may never do it. Well, I think it's also, it it can also spur interests that we Mm -hmm. never didn't know we had. Right. Oh yeah. Or give us the courage to, to do those things. I mean, Dave, I mean, you, you know, we we you were thinking about making those journals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you ne- never done anything with leather, right? <laughs> no, and and I had you know, a leather you jacket. Make, I mean, maybe you would have, <laughs> and, but what? But I, I think part of it was just us being connected through this podcast, through oh, yeah. through creativity, right? Yeah. Through the creative process, kind of you know linked us together, and therefore. What you had, you're like, oh, maybe I can, maybe I can make journals for my, you know, my, yeah, my crew well, other, or whatever. So, right. the other thing cool. that happens is your ability to actually make connections. Like, right. you want to mm. do something, you know, you haven't, you start building a network of people that you can ask questions to and people you can yeah. write ideas off of and resources, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's not that you're going to use people, but, you know, it's a it's a give and take. You know, you're going to use their knowledge, but then you're putting your knowledge out there for other people to mm-hmm. use. You, you always I, I get nervous. I get nervous when I offer unsolicited advice to people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I know sometimes I'm like, I got to tell this person like I know this. <laughs> this right. is something I absolutely know. Sometimes I tell people to do things they've already done. And then I feel like an idiot afterwards. <laughs> no names, Ethan. But, <laughs> what, what, what are you talking? but it's 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 funny because that's another thing that we we kind of take for granted like oh i Mm -hmm. have a bunch of friends yeah we're all different we're all creative in different ways Mm -hmm. so like when i want to know something about making something out of metal hey i know i got Lindsay. like i can message Lindsay and go hey should i do this or is this going to work or like i was looking for something to put patina on sterling silver mm. i was like not, not my not my girlfriend uh <laughs> not it's patina patina not patina <laughs> yeah um no vincent but going back i mean all joking aside the way you approached it was not was in a way that was not like and threatening I, you know what i mean? felt like, like such an ass and by the way this is the moral of the story 
I felt like an ass because I was half watching it when, and then I got a phone call and I missed a whole section of the video. <laughs> and then I came back to the video and kept watching. I'm like, oh, dude, hey, next time you do this, if you want to make a set of something. And, and maybe that's just because I know you. I, right. I don't know. But but the way I – like – I don't, I, I don't know what I'm doing as a word. Like, and, and you, and you were ex- like, it was, it came across as excited to share something mm-hmm. that might help me, you know? So it, I didn't and take I it. I exactly. So was. you shouldn't feel bad at, at all. Like it was, it was completely, uh, Ethan, yeah. when Ethan made his paddles, for those of you listening, if you've seen his most recent video, which the paddles came out amazing, by the, the way, ping pong paddles, yeah, yeah, yeah. at so, one yeah. point I said, I said, Hey, when you, you put them together, and you you know you tape them together. You could have shaped them in one time and then pulled them apart, and then you would have had two identical ones. And then I rewatched the video. I'm like, oh, for God's sake, how did you miss? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's when the phone rang. But, yeah. but honestly, like, I, I mean, I've learned that from other people, you know, from watching other people. And I definitely like uh, maybe a year ago, I probably wouldn't have known that. So you know, it's at the it, same time though. At the same time, where where the guilt for me came in was, why did you think he wouldn't know that? Well, like, and well, that's yeah. That's where, and that's that's the that's the hard part of like unsolicited advice, which is why I'm so gun shy about offering it. Because okay, I'll give you another really good example. I'll give you a perfectly good example of unsolicited advice where I would have actually been right, well, <laughs> at least in agreement with the person I was giving it to. So, um, Katie Mai, who's somebody I follow on Instagram, I've been following her on YouTube. It feels like two or three years at this point. She's an artist. She's really, really talented. She does amazing stuff. And she did a a video where she reviewed a bunch of books that she's read in the last couple of months. And in one of the, you know, while she was reviewing the book, she was doing a painting and she's just a really talented painter. And she does this whole scene. It's really beautiful. And then at the end, she paints a constellation over it. And I I could almost feel my fists clenching. Like, why did you, (laughs) do that no katie no and i was like i'm not gonna say anything i'm just not gonna say anything i'm just not gonna say anything i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna say anything because i don't want to criticize other people's art right like because it makes you feel like a jerk even if you feel like this is a valid thing anyway she posted in her stories and what do you think she did She took the constellation out. <laughs> she, yeah. painted, she painted over it. I didn't tell her. I did not tell her. She yeah. painted over it. And I messaged her. I said, I'm really glad you took the constellation out because I really didn't like it. But I also didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to give unsolicited advice. She goes, no, I didn't like it either. And you can always give advice. I'm always open for it. I'm like, yeah, I know. But it just feels so weird to criticize someone's art. I feel like it's critical. But it was that's how gun shy I am now. Well, I, 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 like I was saying, I think it, it a bit, the biggest piece of it is how you go about giving mm-hmm. that advice. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, and, and, and I think also you can kind of know which people are gonna be open to it versus mm-hmm. not. I mean, not not always, right? Um, but I, I, I think there's people that you kind of know that they're happy for you know constructive criticism. And there's others that are very whatever. And and yeah. again, we all have our personalities. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. We, True. you know, but it, so anyways, but I, I do think there's a, there's the, the approach of going about it is also really important sometimes. 
Well, Dave, you you and the boys, you kind of stick your neck out a little bit in a lot of ways. You've done it on Digital Soup with the, you know, when you talk about things and you express opinions, you know, mm-hmm. like your incorrect opinion about the Snyder Cut and things like that. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I've not even seen the Snyder Cut, so I don't know if it's any good or not. I just, I, I was listening. In fact, that's a good example because I was listening to you take, the, take a stand on the Snyder Cut. Yeah. And I'm just like oh, is he going to catch hell for this? Mm-hmm. He is just going to catch so much hell for this. And I'm thinking like, wow, it takes it takes a pair to put your neck out like that, especially when you have a decent sized audience. You know, mm-hmm. the small, if you have a small audience, it's probably mostly people that know you and right. they're just going to listen. And, but if your yeah, audience- Yeah, but they're also the audience, ones- the, those ones are sometimes the ones passionate. that'll yeah they'll they'll break your well I can't say that's true right. too that's true too yeah give you a hard time I, I, harder I than anyone it. but yeah I always see it as you'll get the benefit of the doubt faster from those people yeah 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 probably the benefit <laughs> of the doubt but they're also yeah to your point they they're also probably the ones that feel more comfortable but. Do you get that? I mean, you you're, you guys now with Listwise, which, mm-hmm. by the way, if you're not listening to Listwise, I keep telling Dave it's my favorite thing that he's ever done <laughs> because it's a half hour of me laughing my ass off every week. Right. Um, do you get that? A, like, do you get that a lot? Like, do people I don't, go, you're just wrong about this. Or, I don't hear a peep of it because I don't do anything <laughs> with the social media. <laughs> I, I basically... There you go. I, I work behind the scenes with with Jason and Adam, and and we you know come up with our ideas and we're brainstorming everything. But Jason fields all the social media, emails, website. He does all that for that show. And so okay. personally, I don't see anything unless someone tags me. You know, a lot of times it'll happen on Twitter where they'll tag me in something, and then we have a fun conversation. It happens, you know. And it th- what it boils down to for me, and I think Vincent, you and I talked about this a little while back. I had a um. A little bit of a dilemma I was kind of wrestling with with a book review. I had mm-hmm. uh, been sent a, a book to to read and check out by this author, and he's a, he's a pretty new author, self published book. And I read it. I loved the idea. It felt like it was a a solid concept that I'd like to see fleshed out, but it wasn't a finished product. I didn't love it. Mm. And I, I didn't think twice, you know, I was like, oh, okay. And I, I rate everything I'm reading. I, I throw it on my Goodreads account and, you know, everything else. And I didn't go out of my way to, you know, I, I didn't even make an Instagram post about like, oh, I reviewed this. I'm only giving it this much because I knew he followed me on Instagram. And I just slapped up a, a Goodreads review and gave some thoughts. And I, I wasn't mean or harsh about it, but and I, I gave it like a, a two-star rating out of five. Mm. And then I, I suddenly felt very bad. I'm like, I know he's going to see that. Yeah. And, you know, I know, look, the, the it, it came down to, for me, where if I'm going to be putting my opinion out there on something, be it what we do with list-wise, where we're making these lists, and a lot of times those are kind of just for fun. Um, you know, we're not ever adamantly arguing anything, although there is an episode coming up where we talk about, a uh, little spoiler alert, we talk about, uh, greatest front men or women in oh music. boy oh and boy that one oh boy we're debating what to do because all of our episodes <laughs> we keep at a half hour that one ended up going about an hour because no one was angry at each other but there was a very uh heated, heated conversation happening and it was oh, a I lot of fun to hear this you know and, and it was because a lot of fun 
I can't wait to see which one of you was wrong and didn't pick Freddie Mercury. So this should be very good. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I won't spoil it for you, but it's funny because Freddie Mercury is a part of that conversation. Oh, sure. He has and, to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. But, wow. You know, and, and I, I started thinking about it and it's like, whether it be with that or, or I'm, I've been doing more and more, you know, I, with, with uh, AIC Stories, my show, um, mm-hmm. I, I had done the author interviews and stuff, you know, a while back. And then I, when my grandpa passed, I had, a, I just had too much going on family wise. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of coming back where things are easing back in and, and we're getting things going. I've been reading a ton and, and getting some books to review and doing some website stuff and written reviews, all that kind of stuff. But I, I, I really kind of panicked with this, this author. I was like, you know, shoot, I feel bad. Cause I, I, it's weird. If he would have been a, a big author, you know, Stephen King, mm-hmm. I'd have given it a two star, one star review and not thought of twice about it. Wouldn't yeah, have bothered me what, at That all. was your opinion. That was right. my yeah. opinion. And this guy's so big, yeah. he's seeing thousands of reviews. You know, mine doesn't matter. Right. But knowing that this was like a, a a guy that's trying to get going, and and he's a creator yeah. just like yeah. me, and and he you know sent me this thing and and he wanted an honest review and. You know my thoughts on it and in all of this stuff, and it was going to have him um, on the podcast to talk about it. I, I think I will still have him on to to just have a conversation. You know, and even mm-hmm. though I didn't love the book he wrote, it just didn't click with me. And and I I, I came to this realization where look, if if I'm going to put myself out there, I have to be consistent. I can't just yeah right kind of yep. you know blow unicorn smoke up everywhere because otherwise no one's going to listen in, in really believe right. and buy into what you're saying, you know? So if, well, if I have to stay authentic and, and original to myself and so I, you, you I take the good with the bad. When yeah, we were talking yeah. about this, I remember saying that I had a story that I was going to yeah. share and I was going to save it for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So back in a former life, way back when I was young and foolish, <laughs> I ran a website called Apple Thoughts. And Apple Thoughts was literally an Apple-focused website. It was news, reviews, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I started working with them right around the time that the iPhone came out. So Apple Mm -hmm. was just, everyone was talking about Apple. In fact, the first thing I reviewed was the first 15-inch Intel MacBook Mm. Pro. It was was post iPod. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, the iPod was still around, but really. No, no, no. But I mean, but yeah. it was, the iPod was huge and launched, yes. and that, and, yes. but before the iPhone. Okay. So this gotcha. was like 2000, I want to say 2006 ish, 2007 ish. Okay. Yeah. And I had just bought, I just bought the 15 inch. I spent $2,800 of my own money to buy the first thing I was reviewing because this was the hot thing. And I was like, if I'm going to open this site up, I'm going to do it with some gusto. And I literally that day I went to the Apple store and I just dropped 2,800 bucks on it because I was like, this needs, I need to do this. Like I, if I'm going to commit to this, I need to commit to it. So I really put my heart and soul into that website. In fact, for a very long time, I was the only one writing for it because people would come and go, they would commit to writing and then not write anything, you know? And I'm like, I don't care whether they do it or not, I'm going to do it. And I would go to work, come home eat dinner, split from wifey and go in my office and just start writing. And I would write every single night, news piece, news piece, news piece. And we get a, we got a solicitation for a review for a game that wasn't released yet. And this is the, mm-hmm. I think the difference between your situation and mine, but it was, they said, Hey, we'll give you a review copy of the game. We just want to mm-hmm. know what you think. And I'm like, well, this is gold. When publishers start approaching you. Yeah. 
and you know, I don't have to go to you and say, Hey, I want to do this. You come to me and say, Hey, could you do this? That's mm-hmm. a very different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely. They, send, they send me the game and I install it on my pocket. P- uh, my, it was either my pocket PC or my iPhone. I don't remember what media the game was for. Um, might've been my iPhone actually. Now that I think about it and I'm, I'm playing the game and it's bad. it's it's bad like it's legitimately (laughs) bad and i'm like oh crap so i'm sitting there going okay this is the first major publisher that's ever reached out to me to review something without me soliciting stuff to review right Right. they give me a game that's not out yet and it's not good right (laughs) what do i do (laughs) right so i messaged them and i said look here's the deal I said, I wouldn't normally do this. I said, but I'm in a position where I can kind of be flexible. So mm-hmm. here's what I want. Here's what I'm offering you. Here are the problems with this game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fix them. And I will re-review the game. Mm-hmm. I said, because as it is right now, this is like a six out of 10 at best. And I would really yeah. have to push it to give you a six. Right. And they said, Wow okay, you're the first person we've gotten feedback from, mm-hmm. but we're going we're gonna to take a look at this and bring it back. About three weeks later, I get an email from my contact at the company. And they said, well, here's another version of the game. Take a look at it and see what you think. And you know what? They, they did everything I said. Every single thing I said, and I ended up giving it like an eight and a half out of ten. It was a nice. fun game after they fixed all the mechanical issues with it. Well, yeah. that, but that's that's the benefit of giving real feedback, well, right? And but this is the thing, right? So that I had the advantage of it not being not being out yet. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I could right. give them feedback and they could fix it. Mm-hmm. But you know, so when you were saying how you were gonna handle, I was like, I don't know that I would have handled it the same way. I probably mm-hmm. would have just said, "Listen, dude, this is this is just too weak, and I don't want to." blow up your spot this early in your career mm-hmm. how about we just don't do it like i well, i honestly it, 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 yeah all right, sorry. I, yeah. I understand why you i understand why you did it and i think you probably handled it the right way because you just did the review it was like hey you you submit something for a review mm-hmm. i'm just going to review it and that's it and there, that's one way to i just don't think i would have done that and i don't i'm not faulting you for doing I, it i'm just I was like nervous. wow like i would be terrified dude right <laughs> like, i, I don't like, understand the, the dumbest I'm amazed part. that you were able to. Yeah, the, the only thing that made me nervous is I could picture myself being in his shoes. Right. Mm-hmm. And knowing I just made, you know, and, and I'm dealing with this right now because, you know, I, I did this Mystery Minnesota project on AIC Stories. Mm-hmm. The third season's wrapping up. I'm proud of what I did. I am a first-time fiction writer with this story. You know, I've done a lot of writing in the past, and it, it's all, mm-hmm. it's more in the essay format and you know that kind of thing and this is the first time i had these these stories i wanted to tell and i said you know what i'm just gonna do it and i was very proud of what i did listening back there's some things i've learned would have done different but that's part of the process at the same time i I don't know it it was nerve-wracking putting it out there and i i I thought of myself had someone come to me and slapped a two-star review on me for it and i thought you know what at the same time, uh, it, it, it is just one review, and if I'm going to try and keep building something where people are looking at my opinions on this stuff as something they, they know whether they agree with me or not, they know my baseline, you, you can't... They, they know that you're going to be authentic, right? Right. You, you can't mess with that, and so it's yeah. like, look, it is what it is, and, and I, I, I really kind of... 
felt better about things. Uh, there's a there's a guy I follow. He's on Instagram, I think, as well. Um, pretty active on Twitter. He has a YouTube channel that he's growing. His uh, his name he goes online by the name Well Read Beard. He's a book reviewer. <laughs> a he reviews name. a lot of um, primarily horror, short stories, novels, things like that. And the dudes, I, I just love his demeanor. I love listening to him. And I think he's someone I'd like to try and get on the show. Just He's not an author. He's just, he reviews books. But mm-hmm. he just he has such a chill vibe about him. But right. he, I watched him do a review of a book he really didn't like. And, and he, he was saying in there, look, you know, everything I do as far as reviewing these books is, is for my viewers and listeners and, and, and followers, the audience, because they're coming to him looking for his opinion. And so right. he's not there to service the author. He's there to service the audience and give them his valid opinions. Mm-hmm. And, and seeing him handle that, and, and he was very, you know, he wasn't mean. He found some things to, to say that, we, you know, he liked about it. Or positive. Or- right. But in the end, he was very clear. Like, look, this this wasn't for me. It, it wasn't good. Right. I, I didn't like it. I don't recommend it, you know. And it's mm. like, he gets nothing out of that. It's probably, you right. can tell he was struggling with it. And, and I, I could relate to that. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, it's it's probably much harder, you know, for, for him to come up and say that, knowing that it, it has the potential to sting you know to that author you feel but, like you have you you feel like you have someone's like career in your hand almost and yeah, it's like but, this is this is horrible but at the I same do. time none of us are that important i mean well, <laughs> sorry yeah, but i mean it, right like exactly if i was working for the new york times and writing reviews and, and doing this stuff and and there was millions of people that were you know oprah's book club this was going to make or break it right that's a little different but even then i think you still have to be honest yeah you have to be yeah well so here so uh kind of related maybe but um but like i've had you know i've had some brands and i don't do product reviews um you know, but I have had some brands reach out sometimes and be like, we want to send you this thing if you want to do a review or whatever. And, you know, I would say, you know, I don't do reviews, but blah, blah, blah. But I also always tell them, like, if you're going to do it, there's two options. If you like, I can do it. I can t- tell, you know, say my thoughts, eat, right, you know, truly either way. Like, I, I absolutely love this or I hate it. Um, that's one option. Or if you send it to me and I really don't like it you know what? No, you know, nothing off my skin. I just won't talk about it at all. And you won't get the bad, uh, bad press and I won't talk about it. Right. And you know, maybe, maybe that's a cop out, but it's also like gives them, it gives them the option of, do you want, do you really want a true review or do you mm-hmm. just want positive feedback? Yeah. Right? yeah. And, and if you only want positive feedback, then I'm not the person for you. Right. So that's, <laughs> right. yeah. I think that's, I think that's a good way to look at it because it is, it is infinitely easier to give positive feedback. Oh, I mean, yeah, totally. You could just go, this is great. And, but then if somebody comes back and go, you know, I bought that on your recommendation and right. it was trash. Right. Like that's worse for your reputation. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I mean, Vince, we were talking about this earlier today, right? Like, yeah. uh, I've I've been lucky enough to get some brands that have been reaching out, that, and I uh, just became a brand ambassador for um, Venom Steel, and it's such a, I, it's such a, I I, I I'm really torn about it sometimes because so Venom Steel, like, they make a variety of products, but 
my their main product or the one I I've always used are the black kind of disposable gloves, right? And I agreed to it because I've always used their gloves and I really do love them and everything like that. And it's, you know, they're sending me free products. So they're, you know, full disclosure, they are doing that, but I've always used the product, but it's still, it's still a struggle for me to, to wrestle with that because it's like, I I don't know. It's just, I just feel awkward pushing products. I don't know. I, f- I find it interesting. And I told you this earlier yes, today when we were talking and it was about really, it. It really, really, helpful by the way so. what what so what i told ethan for those of you that weren't privy to the conversation which is basically everybody what i told ethan was the fact that you are thinking about this is exactly why it's not a problem because yeah. you have a moral compass and an ethical compass where this could raise concerns right? right and you recognize that now do i think it raises concerns no i don't i think we both have our our things that we like and if you know if somebody i liked came and said hey you want to be a brand about i'd probably say yes and i wouldn't bat an eye doing it i really wouldn't because but, you know but what? It, it's something that you actually use right like exactly yeah. and and this is what bugs me and what bugs me isn't when people become brand ambassadors i won't name names because I just don't do that on here. I don't throw people under the bus. But there are very popular makers mm-hmm. who will jump from tool brand to tool brand right. with such casual ease while telling you at each step how great the tools are that it's almost laughable. And it's like, I understand you need to make a living, but then don't talk about stuff like this. Right. Like, don't tell me it's great. And then the minute they stop paying you, go find someone else to get paid from. Right. Like, just get paid from it, prominently show their product, hang their stupid banner in your shop, make sure you get some nice B-roll of it as you're doing whatever it is you're doing in your shop. And I'm okay with that. But I have a real problem, and I've actually unfollowed a lot of people who do this, where their, you know, their, tool, their whole tool rack is one color. And it's like, okay, now I'm sponsored by this company, and now their tool rack is this. It's like, uh, okay, we get it. You know, Don't yeah. talk about it then. Just, just use it show it, whatever, and I'm okay with that. But if you're going to tell me it's the best and then you're immediately going to use something that isn't the best, <laughs> right. what does that no, say exactly. about you? Yeah, I, 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 and I, 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 yeah, I just I just worry about that as you know. And, I, it, and, it feels, and that's the difference. That's right, the difference. Guess, you worry yeah. about it. You worry about it. But you I know? mean, it's the same. I, I genuinely do have always used those. And, and like I said to you too, I have, I've turned on a, um, a fair amount, but they're all kind of like foreign, whatever. Like, but like, I am not someone to, I'm not a uh, garden hose um, expert. So I don't think I need to be promoting garden hoses, nor do I think you you guys would get any benefit from me talking about your garden hoses on my channel. The only product I ever get offers on is yoga pants. And I promise you, (laughs) nobody (laughs) want to see that. (laughs) Oh, that's, oh man, if you could spin that though, that's really I have come very close. I have come very, very close because there was one, there was one and they were like, we really love your content. We think you'd be a great brand ambassador. We would love to send you free product um, for you to use and you to show in your feed. And I'm like, what is this company? And I look and it's like yoga pants. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just looking at it going, how far do I want to push this? I know, right. Do I <laughs> like, this could be fun. This could be a fun back and because, forth. Because, <laughs> you know, on one hand, like, I think, I think the, the, the barrier for me would have been like, if my Instagram account was a personal account, I would a hundred percent. Right. 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 Like I would have the greatest, <laughs> 
yoga pants modeling shots you have ever seen. Like I have a just friend like fully double down on it and just he, like yeah. I happen to live in a neighborhood where I know two professional photographers. I could very easily get some amazing modeling shots of me in yoga pants. <laughs> but it's just like how far do I want to push this? Probably oh. you know, oh we just you can I don't know, push maybe it. one day I, well, I was yeah. going to say, you could push it just far enough for that new, because we make calendar. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I was just going to say, we start a GoFundMe for, for this cause, and I think, I think, I think we might get there. I should, I should do that and, like, you know, just, like, the proceeds go to charity. Oh, like, that'd just be amazing. Do like, like what what Jackman did with his calendar. And oh yeah, like, yeah. yeah. All, like all that would that would actually be pretty. We should do that. Like I don't know, maybe next year. It's a little bit early to do it, late to do it for next year. But maybe the year after, you and I will do the because we make calendar <laughs> calendar, and we'll donate the oh, proceeds. You know, uh, the fanny pack that you got me that didn't have the suspenders, which were I am super very upset about that. Yeah. I I am still to this day upset about the fact that it didn't come with the suspenders, but. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that would be perfect though for that. There we go. There we there go. We if go. anybody wants to see the because we make calendar, we'll also start a GoFundMe for people that don't want to see it. Actually, that's the move. That's the move. Ethan. You are good, bro. You, Ethan. This is what I love. I it's have the like ideas. A warning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have the ideas, and then Ethan has the exit strategies. <laughs> Freaking fantastic. <laughs> Just strong so, arming people. I'm telling you, you're gonna get one of these at your door unless <laughs> unless you unless you give us money. How many of the people in this community I have the actual physical mailing address for? <laughs> right. <laughs> you will get a calendar, uh, damn it. You will. <laughs> I, this is I, and this is the kind of thing that I love. Like we can we can joke about this kind of stuff, but there is a, you know, there's obviously serious things, you know. Brand everybody goes to and all right maybe not everybody but a good majority of the people that go to like workbench con Mm -hmm. and maker central they are going there to connect with brands right creatives creatives in particular you know in in the internet age when you're a creator but you're a content creator as well it's almost like at some point you have to kind of build some kind of relationship with some kind of brand because that'll that's what's going to take you to the next level. You can go so far with listeners' support. You can be, you know, a person of the people for so long and go so far, and that's fine. And there's nothing – I don't fault people for doing that. That's how we're doing it. We were right. taking ads. We're not doing it anymore because you guys support us better than they ever did. Yep. Right. That's the reason there's no more ads, because it's more rewarding when the listeners say, hey, you do a good job and here's your reward for doing a good job instead of, oh, you got this many downloads. This is how much money you made from it. But it is hard. I mean, I mean, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a weird balance. It's brands are hard, man, dealing with that stuff. And I, I appreciate the fact that I just ripped on people who who are brand whores. But at the same time, I also understand why. I, I I'm not going to say I don't understand why you do it. I just you, don't like that you do it. <laughs> you know, the the as we were talking about that too, Vincent. The, it did strike me as it's way easier to, like I said, I've turned down uh, things, but I've turned down free product. Mm-hmm. I it, it, I can imagine it. it I haven't gotten to the point where people are actually offering me money, right? Yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. But I can't imagine that can be a hard thing, right? To turn down when there's a like a legitimate financial thing there mm-hmm. when you're trying to make a living at it. Like right. I, I do understand the struggle with that. To me, I, I still think there's 
you got to find a way to make it authentic or or work for you. I mean, you know, like I get, uh, David Ricciuto, right? Squarespace sponsors him all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But he, I mean, he came from the background of having a, you know, being a web de- designer. He uses their webs, you know, their whatever. So there is at least something there. But I don't know. It's just, it's, it, it, it I can imagine it's hard. It's easy to turn down a free hose. It's a lot harder to. It's always turn easy down to turn down the cash hose. money, right? I feel like that's like thumb. a Jimmy Duresta making it uh, title. It's easy to turn down a free hose, but I feel um, like that's a slippery slope to an explicit rating, is what I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, it's funny that you said. So I put my uh, uh, leather ping pong pedals on Reddit today, and uh-huh. it, they 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 took off. Um, it, there's there a fair amount of comments that are I would. Uh, put on the slippery slope to uh, yeah. to inappropriate. Um, yeah, this well, that's, you, guys, you guys can use your imagination. This calendar, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Vinny in yoga pants, Ethan's hose, those those leather bondage paddles. I mean, it's <laughs> it's going to be well, quite a work. There has to be. There has this to be. Clean reason. tag is going to be. Tough this it's, it's. We're pushing on it. We're pushing on it. <laughs> I do we're pushing that. up against it. <laughs> yeah. It's. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say. I think the the big thing when you're dealing with with brands and sponsors. I mean. There, there, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if you can get someone that, that lines up with your vision and is serving the audience, I, I think the key is just like you were saying, Vincent, don't come out here and, and tell your audience it's the best thing in the world. Everything else is crap. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. gets people in trouble. I think it turns right. people off when they find right. out right. when you change. Oh man, uh, there or, is yeah, one I mean, way just be like, this is what I'm using. I mean, I, I think mm-hmm. we've all gone through, like I sure. used a ton of, I'll just and I'll I mean I'll say like I've used a ton of Tandy products and some of them I still absolutely love. I love the Tandy Eco Weld uh, adhesive. Like I will use that to the day I die. Like that is my go-to. But I've also gotten to experience some of uh, Weaver's products and I I like some of their products more. Like mm-hmm. and so it's it's not that I was being uh, unauthentic when I was talking about the tanny leather products that I was using because I did love them at that uh, time. But, the, but then the difference is they weren't, neither one of them were paying you sure. to use their stuff. Yeah. Right. Fair, see, totally fair. That's, that's a really good point. Di- that's yes. the difference, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. See, you're right. You you're can, right. You're you know, right. somebody yep. like, somebody like me, fair. like I have, a, I have a Ryobi drill and I have a DeWalt drill. Which one do I use? I use whichever one's closer and I have the battery <laughs> handy <laughs> yeah, for no, because, that's fair. Yep. But you know, Ryobi and DeWalt are not paying me either way. So I'm not right, picking right. the Ryobi because they're paying me, whereas DeWalt is not, you know? Mm, true. Yeah. You know, I yep. just, That's a good point. I, I don't know. Brands, I always find that like the tricky balance, like having dealt with sponsors, having dealt with people who pay for reviews, because that was a thing when I was doing that website. There were people who would try to pay for reviews, like, mm. oh, we'll give you $250 for a positive review. I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> like just, just, no, I'm not doing that. We don't right. do that. You know, if you want a fair like, yeah. review, if you want a fair review, I'll be happy to do a fair review, but you're not going to pay me. You're not going to buy a review. Mm-hmm. And that's why the site ultimately I'm, I'm fully convinced. That's why the site didn't grow the way my competitors did mm-hmm. because I had one competitor come to me at one point and I, I know people do this by the way in, on, in our space, they just do it in YouTube and they're a little more sneaky about it. 
I had them come to me and go, hey, we'll write the whole thing for you. You just put your name on it. Ugh. That and, just makes uh, it feel dirty. And and it's funny. And I only know that other sites were doing it because the same articles would appear With on the my same competition. Language. And it's like, oh, so you couldn't get it done through me, but you clearly got it done through them because they would, you know, I got, I would get pitches, which is the best when you get a pitch. Um, Dave, you probably got this from authors too. You would get a pitch like, "Hey, here are the talking points." We still get them. I don't. I don't know if mm-hmm. you see them or if you look at them or notice them, uh, Ethan. We get pitches on this podcast for people like, "Hey, we have guests that we have a guest that'd be great for you," and they yep. give us this long list of stuff that, like, "Hey, this guest can talk about this and this and this and this," and we'd love to talk about this and this and this and this. When can we set up an appointment to maybe yeah. do a pre-interview? And I'm like, no. Yeah. Well, you know, here's, here's the tough part because when you look at podcasts are, are the prime example of where this happens. The number one Mm -hmm. tip that people give you as far as how to grow your podcast listenership is to go out and be a guest on other podcasts. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's fine. But that is also where to me, and it kind of applies to everything to me, the idea of when you're doing a podcast or a YouTube channel or what it is or whatever it is, that's where your focus then becomes, you're no longer focused on building and engaging your audience. You just need an audience. You don't care because then Mm. you want to go to work for someone else being those brands or sponsors or whoever. That's who your audience is. That's who you're hoping to get. And everyone else that you can get numbers wise they just become what's required to get you in front of those brands. And that to wow. me is what really distinguishes the two, you know, in terms of, you know, who, who is the focus on? I mean, I could take AIC stories and I don't know, <laughs> We've I, as you guys have been talking about the brands and stuff, I'm, I'm thinking what the heck would be a good sponsor for, for what I do. And I'm like, I don't know. Simon like and a, Schuster. Yeah. <laughs> Penguin Random House. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, uh, to me, ideally, if I could, if I could get a sponsor that would make total sense for my show, it'd be like uh, a pen person. Like I, I need Austin to sponsor my my show, <laughs> and in return, his payment can be send me one of each new awesome pen he creates or something. You know, something crazy <laughs> like that. Just a, a product. It's funny because I want him to be literally like. I was think I was I was thinking about doing what everyone has done, you know, here's my yep. holiday, you know, tool yeah, guide yeah. or whatever. And I was like, ah, but most of the tools that I would put on there are made from Austin. I don't think he actually wants to make them for anyone else. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, I, I, I use, I got a couple pens from Austin and, and, uh, love them. I mean, they, they fit so comfortable. They, oh, they write so well. Does. They're it's so amazing. cool. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I joke about that, but you know, something like that, or maybe like journals and I don't know what kind of sponsor would work for me, but let's just say like, like you said, a a book publisher, you know, Simon and Schuster or Penguin Random House, you get a sponsorship from someone like that. Well, suddenly is, is my focus going to shift at that point as a, as a creator, Mm -hmm. you know, where, where all I'm interested now is actually putting out content to make the sponsor happy. Versus mm. putting out something that will really enrich or enhance the listeners, you know, the, the people that right. I do this right. for. And that's, I think, the, the big divide. You know, I, I have no problem with people taking sponsorships or brand ambassadors or anything like that. That's awesome. Take your money and get it where you can. As long 
I don't know how to word it. As long as what you're doing is still in service of your audience saying, Hey, look, yeah. this is what I, I think this is cool. Sure. There's a lot of great tools out there, but this is what I'm using right now. It's pretty awesome. Here's how it's working. You know, full disclosure, blah, yada, yada. And, and that's the way to do it. I think, and, and keep that honesty because otherwise your reputation is shot. That's exactly what I wor- worry about, Dave. One of the things I, one of the things that, uh, one of the reasons I l- I'm a fan of Weaver is actually because of what Jimmy Dressa has talked about with them mm-hmm. is Weaver. They want him like they look at him and I just got a Weaver catalog today and he's in the back. You know, he's one of the featured people and uh, quarter leather. I think that was one of my things of the week. Mm-hmm. They were your thing last, of the week last week, I believe last week. Yeah. yeah. Last week is the week before. Uh, they're in there as well. Um, and quarter leather does very kind of more traditional, like leather working, very good videos, all that. And, but one of the reasons Jimmy and Jimmy's talked about this. One of the reasons why Weaver likes Jimmy is because he does the out of the box kind of leather work. He doesn't, he does weird things. Actually, I mean, it could have been one of my, could have been my thing of the week. He, do you see the, uh, what's it called? The, the bellows. Oh my God. The bellows. They were awesome. How freaking cool is that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just that like, was pretty cool. Amazed. But, the, but like they love him for that and they just want him to do him. And it, to me, that's like, a perfect way that's that's a kind of perfect uh sponsorship or you know it was the same thing you said with with david you know he uses he uses squarespace as a sponsor but he said a million times on making it that the nice thing the thing he likes about squarespace is that they have they don't want any input into his content whatsoever right right. just here do this we believe in you seconds for me and then everything else is you. We just sponsor your videos, and, and mm. they and they and they, they actually really want Jimmy to do mm-hmm. the they they. I think and again, I don't know this, but I'm I. What I would imagine is they look at quarter leather as the kind of fine, kind of traditional leatherworking channel, right? And they look at Jimmy as the kind of out of the box. What is he going to do next? Kind of leatherworking channel. Jimmy right? DeResta, rebel leatherworker. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but I, I honestly think that's probably how they think about those yeah. two, those two channels. And I, I love that. And like to me, that's that like that would be a perfect partnership. Is someone that lets you just do you as you because it's a perfect integration. Your audience feels like it's authentic because you're you're still doing what you do you know i don't know that's in fairness that's why i kind of i mean i know i said we don't do ads anymore but that's kind of why i liked the ads from spotify when we were doing mm-hmm. those because they had no impact on the content at all right mm-hmm. didn't know care. What, we didn't yeah. even know what the ads were given on any given week right you know we just had a slot cut in the podcast and they would get dropped in they but, were what they were but that's, that's the other tough part is that even though they have no input on you Mm-hmm. You also have no idea if it's some. I mean, if it's going to relate or even pertain to your audience. A we, lot of the times, yeah, you get a blanket. So at the beginning, they tell you what the sponsors you've approved to run on your podcast yeah. will be. Yeah, but you don't know who's going to run on any given week. The the, the one right. thing I do like, oh, is that I do the ad. Okay, right? they don't yeah. give you an ad that and say sense. drop it in. Yeah. I do the. It's a it's a host read. Which, by the way, that's another thing that kind of changes the complexion a lot of times. Mm-hmm. If it's a host read, it's a lot different from a lot of podcast networks now are not host reads anymore. Yeah, they're they're inserts from you know the company. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's starting to feel like radio. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. it's interesting. Podcasts have always been the anti-radio. 
You know, right. it's, it's personalized. <laughs> it's one-on-one kind of. And now you got, you know, the, the market is flooded with huge companies and production companies putting together these shows with massive budgets. I mean, just look at NPR alone. Yes, they're nonprofit technically, but they have massive talent and engineers and staff that put these shows together and they're amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. It's radio. It's it's not a podcast, right. you know. True, and, right. and mm-hmm. when you, you you see that in so many I see it a lot with the audio drama world where I've been dabbling for the last what year and a half, two years or whatever. And I love listening to it, but they start you get these big companies and they start pushing these audio dramas. You get a season or two and they have, you know, a-list actors and actresses doing the voice work and the only and these shows gain huge popularity which is like cool homecoming. they're good shows <laughs> but their only only goal is to have that podcast be basically a demo sizzle reel that they can do relatively on the cheap to to basically become the next Netflix series or yeah. you know yeah. Amazon series yeah. whatever it that's is that's what happened with Homecoming Homecoming is a great example of that mm. um, they started out as a podcast yep and they got a two season deal with Amazon mm-hmm. mm. and the, the reason they got the two season deal with Amazon was because Amazon somebody from Amazon was a fan of the podcast and it's right. like oh all right so this is where we're going now you know everybody's yep. auditioning and, it, and <laughs> everybody's it's tough auditioning. because that's also like the dream you know, like right. on one hand, right. you're like, oh, right. all these corporations, you know, why can't they just let podcasts stay independent, you know, and, and be what they are? And, then, and then, yeah, at the same time, it's right. like, but if I was like Aaron Mankey, who was just a guy that started lore <laughs> and, and did his thing right. and then got a big break, I mean, that'd be pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, I, I really know. wish, like, I've always, <laughs> I've always thought, like, you know, that the growth of this show. And this is me being honest in a way that I'm not usually honest with other people. But I've always thought that the growth growth of this show just isn't going to happen with just me doing the things I do. And like it's going to take a podcast network for makers coming in and saying, hey, let's we're going to take your show on and we're going to cross promote it as part of a network. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that would be the only way that this show will grow to the level that I really would love to see it grow to. I don't see it growing that way with just me and doing it by myself. No offense, Ethan. I don't it, mean by myself. No, I, mean, no, I, know what you mean. I mean, as an independent creator, right. I just don't see it growing to the level of I'm not, I don't have the fame behind me mm-hmm. to drag a show into stardom. Like right. I just don't have it. I don't have a Jimmy David and Bob level mm-hmm. of fame where I can say, I'm not going to do ads and I'm still going to be super famous doing this. Right. Like they aren't even super famous for doing this. No, no they're famous in our space. They're not exactly. famous. Exactly. They're famous in our space. Famous. And then they parlayed that fame into a podcast. That's right. very popular, mm-hmm. you know, 70, 80,000 downloads. A well, month. And, and it's still, it's a, it's a piece of their pie, you know, it like, is. Yeah. And it's a piece of the pie that they had already cooked and they're serving right. it over and over and over again. And they're doing it in a great way. And I have mm-hmm. n- but I just realized, I yeah. realized this, and I think maybe that's kind well, of makes sense for them to do it. But well, it, to right. me, to me, when when we switched, which by the way, I don't know if you realize this, it was about a year ago that we, we in January of right? twenty, yeah, January of twenty twenty one was when we switched to listener support. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. No, twenty twenty one. This year. 
We started doing it oh, this Jan- year. Oh, January. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. these and last two years have actually been like tan, anyways. So basically, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> but I, I, you know, that was one of my thoughts. Was like, you know what? We don't have to run it. It's not running the ads. Isn't going to grow the show. They're not really connected to the people that listen. Right. Let's just say nothing. Let's just do nothing. No ads. Screw it. We're dropping the ads, and we're going to give listeners the chance to support the show. And my my thought process was that at least at the very least the show will pay for itself. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and as long as I'm not shelling out money to do the show, mm-hmm. then I don't mind doing the show. If I'm if it's we, gonna we, just yeah. if if it's just gonna be a constant financial drain, mm-hmm. oh. it's not worth it. It's right. it's just not worth it. We're not at a level where it's worth it. As much as I enjoy doing it, I can definitely throw my money elsewhere and enjoy mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. But what ended up happening was people had, oh, finally, we can support the show. And they did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, and- it's wild. <clears throat> I, I went through that. I, I finally, after prodding and urging from you know yourself and, and others, decided I'm, I'll set up the Buy Me a Coffee site for AIC Stories. And I mm-hmm. thought, I ain't going to see anyone. You know, no, people ask me to do it, but, I, you know, I, you know. You know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it, yep. do it. But you know, do it, no do it, do it. Right. I did it. Nope. And, and I say that as someone who, unfortunately, I don't, I don't really financially support any other podcast because I just, I can't. You know, with with where right. I'm at with life stuff, I just, I'm not in a position to do it. I'm one of those people, but I always do my best to make sure I'm listening and sharing the show, all that stuff. But anyway, as we I, always say, there's <clears throat> a million ways of support, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And, 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 I mean, that's not. I mean, but that's true. There is a million oh, ways is. of support. It, yeah. Absolutely, and and I, I thought, well, I'll put this out there. I expected it to be crickets because I mean, I went through this with with adventures and creativity and and all this stuff a long time ago. I thought people were asking for, oh, you got merch, you got this, you got that. You should do this. Okay, great. You know, so I launched a you know whatever one of the like i forget it's i don't know t-shirt you know places mm-hmm. that you know you you upload your design they take care of it awesome i think vincent you know you grabbed a mug a few people grabbed it and mm-hmm. after like three or four people five people whatever it is th- that were hounding me they they picked up a few things and i ordered a few things just because i'm you know egotistical like that by the way dave i'm the only person that owns a ethan carter designs t-shirt well yeah so. I, i've got a couple sweatshirts i actually took uh, took advantage of sticker mule they started doing t-shirts so i wanted to try them out and um have a pretty good relationship with them and in was able to get, basically get a, a buy one get one type thing, and I was like, okay, nice. that's cool, and and the t shirts are great, and I wear them, but no one's gonna buy them, you know. And, and I, it, that, I put that merch out there, and it fizzled, you know, a little bit of yeah. initial support, and then nothing. And so I, I figured, oh, this buy me a coffee thing is gonna do the same thing. And surprisingly, like in the first two days, I, I had a handful of people sign up to annual memberships, and mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. In two days, I just paid for the year. You know, that's yep. cool. And, right. and it's not a lot of people, but I'm super appreciative of it. And then I've had a few people just, you know, uh, do the one time, you know, hey, I just love this. I wanted to throw this to you. And, and that's super awesome. And then I, I ran into the other dilemma, which I know I've heard you guys talk about, is what's the extra that you give them? Mm. You know, and and so I asked, uh, you know, you can go make a, a post or whatever and i sent out a feeler to the the people that follow me i said what do you want here's here's the three things i'm thinking about 
you know, two ideas. And then the third option of do nothing because I don't have enough time to keep up with everything as it is, you know, and that's actually the response I got. People didn't want me to do anything extra for them when they supported me. They just wanted to support me. And it's mind blowing. Crazy, right? Yeah. It's crazy. And that's, that was, you know, and as, as excited as I was to have two sponsors Mm -hmm. at one point that were not, you know, people that were people that I knew or the people that we worked out a deal with, Mm -hmm. you know, at the same time, I didn't get that feeling as, you know, three days or four days after doing buy me a coffee, the year was paid for like, what the hell? What? Yeah. What? (laughs) What? You, you guys like this enough to pay for it. And I'm just going to tell you straight up, you know, and this is a bit of honesty that you're never going to get from me. And I don't say this, but if you listen and you're hearing it, then Mm -hmm. you're the people I'm talking to. There are times where I don't want to do this podcast. There are days where it's just like, I am not in the mood to do this, like at all. Like this week, next week, next month, next year, I don't want to do this. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. it's so much work. Like, I'll sit right. there, you know, I have my schedule pretty much figured out on how I produce the stuff that goes out along with the show. And there are days where I'm sitting there in Illustrator making the social media graphics going, why the hell am I doing this every single week? What is wrong with me? <laughs> And then I'll get a notification, you know, you got a PayPal payment from this person. I'm like, what? What? All right, they're they're donor. And then it clicks like, yeah, that's why you're doing this. You know, there are times where the one thing that makes me really want to do this, even when I'm at the worst, where I am not interested at all. Mm-hmm. Just to get to the 25th episode so we can have Dave Swider. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> we can just coast for a few minutes. And <laughs> just oh, I, I knew I said <laughs> Sorry, Vincent. I couldn't resist. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's, I couldn't it, resist. I'm sorry. It's the God's honest truth, though. Like, I do feel like sometimes it's like the only thing keeping me doing this is the fact that there's financial pressure to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. Like, you know what? If that's what keeps me in line, fine. Because it has kept us in line. We have not missed a week this entire year. That has mm-hmm. never happened in the history of this podcast. Yeah. Um, we have not missed. And in fact, we've only had like two or three episodes this entire year without a guest, mm-hmm. which means that not only are we constantly working and talking to people and whatever, but right. behind the scenes, there is talking going on with, a, hey, you want to come on? Hey, what about this week? Hey, I got to manage a calendar to know when people are coming on and it's like (laughs) i'm okay with all that because you guys are paying for it and you're making me you're giving me a reason to do it and it's not that you're giving me money Mm -hmm. it's that money represents a level of support and i feel it like when i see that when i see just randomly when i'm having a crap day Mm -hmm. and i get a notification that a coffee donation came through because somebody was chipping in their five bucks for the month it's like Man, shut up. <laughs> yeah. You know, just right. you, just shut up. You you got nothing to complain about. Mm-hmm. You have the most generous people in the world listening oh, to this show. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. And, you know, they we get feedback on every episode. We get people sharing the episodes and tagging us. Mm-hmm. We get we get more support than any podcast this size that I have ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's why you do it, dude. That's right, why right. you do it. And this, so I know, you know, like you were saying earlier, Dave, when yeah. you have a really engaged community, mm-hmm. we have one of the most engaged communities sure. I've ever had of any right. project I have ever done. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't change a damn thing. Yep. Would I like there to be more of you? Of course I would. I'm not an yeah. idiot. However, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> however, 
if it stayed at this level with this it's level of engagement yep. and this mm-hmm. size of audience, and we just kept coasting along like this, I could do this for the rest of my life because yep. I appreciate all of you that much. Yeah. And that is where that whole sponsorships and brands, that's mm-hmm. where the line is drawn. Because mm-hmm. as soon as you start diving into the, well, because we make brought to you by Ryobi or Ryobi or whatever. <laughs> now, you know, yeah. I'm a tool guy. <laughs> you can tell. No, <laughs> when, when you start doing tools, that. Am I right? Yeah. It brought to you by tools. And uh, <laughs> been for days. Yeah. Only second to sports. Sports. Brought to you by sports. Uh, yeah. And next week it's, you know, it's DeWalt and it's this. These are the yeah. best things. And that's where you have sacrificed all that you've built up to that mm-hmm. point, you know, and, and yeah. it, like you were talking about too, about, you know, you get into a network and, you know, make the show huge. Well, what's, yes, it would be awesome because we all have an ego and we all love, to, we you do. know, whatever we're trying to do, we want it to be the best and biggest and most awesome we can. So it's, it's kind of people the, like me. <laughs> it's, it's it kinda... doesn't happen very often. Oh, oh, oh mic drop. I'm not so gonna much, Mike. That would so be much for Thanksgiving feeling good. <laughs> I no, didn't want to cry this year. <laughs> right. But no, at, at that point though, that's where it's like, yeah, it'd be awesome for that to happen. But yeah. right. why am I doing this? You know, why right. am I creating this? Am I doing it just to land that TV deal? That's what gets me is that podcast. I mean, I've been doing them long enough, Vincent, you've been doing them a long time too, where it wasn't always just pod, podcasts are now considered part of a marketing plan, right? <laughs> if right. you're a company, you, stepping, you need to have a podcast, yeah. you know, yeah. th- this is part of your social media strategy is podcasting mm-hmm. yeah, right up right. there with Twitter and Instagram and everything else. And, mm-hmm. and to me, I always looked at it like, but th- the podcast is my product. It, uh, it, used, know, it used to be radio for people that weren't on the radio. Right. And now it's like radio for people that also want to supplement their Twitter. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and it's such a bizarre thing. And I'm over yeah. here like feeling once again, like kind of this old school outcast. It's like, yeah, but, but I'm not trying to sell anything. <laughs> right. I, just, <laughs> I just want to do the podcast. I'm just right. making that, you know, I, this right. is my thing. Yeah. How do you market it? Yeah. Well, it is what it is, you know. It's it's a weird, weird thing that's yeah, happening. That's, yeah, that's tough. I mean, it is, but that's hmm. you know what? That's the the honest the, the honest to god truth. For all the for all the difficulties and the conflicting feelings and whatever, there are moments where you know you have a talk like we did last week when I get mm-hmm. to talk to someone whose work I've just been right. utterly right. infatuated right. with, mm-hmm. and I get to talk to him. Yeah. for like 90 yeah. minutes right yeah yeah and it's like holy crap. Like, this just yeah. doesn't happen yeah or right. i go up to even better i go up to jimmy's place i know nobody mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. know maybe two people that are gonna possibly be there i show up i'm the first person that shows up or the second person that shows up and jimmy Duresta walks out of his go-kart track and goes it's like I know where'd you. you come from mikey yeah, where, yeah. And it right. says, where did you come from <laughs> where'd you come from what are you doing here don't you have a restraining order no it's, it's more like, but yeah it's like wow what world am i living in where right. what world am i living in where i can have conversations mm-hmm. with people or i can take a picture and that's why I, was, I had that thing on my stories a couple of days ago where and it's really funny that i it was um 
on making it, they were talking about this too. I'm pretty sure it was on making it where they were talking about don't meet your heroes. Yeah. Mm. And they talked about it. And I had just talked about it on my, on my, um, <laughs> on my stories where I said mm-hmm. the literal opposite of what right. they said. Like, not <laughs> only should you meet your heroes, you should know who your heroes are. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, and I, I even said, don't even call them heroes. If that's the problem, like just call them inspirations. I, th- I, well, I think that's, I think that's exactly you, and, you you made a lot more sense than they did in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, because I don't believe in this "don't meet yeah. your heroes" thing. I want to no. meet all the people who inspire yep. me, and I want to know if they're asses. Because if they right. are, I don't want to be you know, inspired by no. them. Yeah, yeah, I don't right. want to be inspired exactly. by a jerk. Right. <laughs> well, in the, you remember Vincent when when I first started Adventures in Creativity, the the original mm-hmm. solo project aside from Digital Soup. That was part of the reason is that I was starting to do these interviews over on Digital Soup, and I was like, hey this is just an awesome way for me to have a reason to reach out to these people that I want to have conversations with. Yeah. Yeah. People that were like, I I don't know why I would ever talk to him. You know, it's not like I'm going to write someone and be like, Hey, I really like your photography work. Uh, Can I call you? You know, you're just not going to do that. <laughs> you know, it's kind of weird. I kind of wish you would, actually. That's pretty, that would be yeah, pretty I amazing. Mean, I, I should do that. But yeah. yeah. Uh, now, now I've got enough. At that time, I didn't have the confidence to do it. Now it's like, I might just do something weird like that because I think it'd be fun. <laughs> you never know. If you recorded it, that would be hilarious content. So. <laughs> yeah. Just cold calling people because it's like, uh, <laughs> dude, I read your book. I love it. Can I call you? <laughs> just, and just leave it at that. Yeah, just leave it and get the response. That's the whole podcast. You, you never know. I, I have this habit of doing weird things just for fun. But that's well, that's you know, the cool thing. Like a yeah. podcast, you have a reason to talk to these people. You have a reason to totally quote yeah. meet your heroes in some cases. You know, and and what's great is you know what's great is you know when you hit even when a modest level mm-hmm. like um, and you know i know that you guys that listen to this show think it's bigger than it is and i appreciate that because it <laughs> really does stroke my ego and my ego needs stroking oh, more than any other part of me now we're stroking uh, things with the yoga oh, God, you, know, guys. you know we're just gonna make all kinds of yeah all kinds of innuendo this holy week holy moly but <laughs> yeah i i really do there's nothing nothing makes me happier then when I go to pitch a guest and they're like, oh yeah, I've heard of your show. Sure. I'll come on. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, that's the greatest thing you could say to me. <laughs> like, I don't care. I don't care if the next line after I've heard your show is, I think it's a complete piece of crap. Yeah. As long as you've heard it, like I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm very easy to please in that regard, but. Right. You know, normally, so two times ago mm-hmm. we, you were on and it was the Thanksgiving episode. Mm-hmm. And I did say I was not going to cry this episode, and I am not going to cry this episode. I have made it a mission to not cry this episode. Mm. But I'm just going to say this, and I'm we'll all give I'll give everybody a little space to talk about what they're thankful for. Um, but for me personally, it, you know, based on what I've already said, you probably know what it's going to be. But I am thankful for this audience, mm-hmm. and I am beyond amazed at how well this show has continued, even. At times where it's like we're in like a lull where it's like, oh, uh, the shows aren't coming out the way I want them to or they're not sounding perfect or, you know, no matter what happens, I'm really, really honored that so many people because this was a different kind of year for us. Mm -hmm. We 
we didn't do a lot of Ethan and Vincent shows. I think there was all, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I counted three and I could be wrong. And somebody no, was definitely about right. It, it, we did not do I'm a lot I'm pretty of, sure it's only yeah. been three. And yeah. one of them was because a guest canceled. We yeah. weren't even mm-hmm. planning on doing an Ethan and Vincent show. Um, but honestly, I am so honored that, you know, we put up buy me a coffee at the end mm-hmm. of January and we got f- what I would call fully funded yep. that quickly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we've not lost supporters since we've gained supporters. I mean, I know a lot of you probably hear me go through that list of names and it's like, Jesus, do you have to read every name every week? Yes, I do. It's important. Yeah. Because it's important. Yeah. Because granted, I could do this show without the financial support. Of course we could. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a podcast. We can go right. super cheap, super free, do everything super, super free, and put the show out. But we don't have to. Right. And the reason we don't have to is because there's a list of people that just keeps growing week after week. Well, and you know, beyond the financial part, Vincent, it's also knowing that there's that many people well, that support us. Well, and that's the thing, right? Because yeah. You know, some people, I, I know, I've seen other people's numbers. That's their whole audience. Mm-hmm, right. This is just the people that pay for right. us. Right. And it's like, anytime I feel like we're small or insignificant, I see something like that and I just go, yeah. or I think about it, or it hits me when I get a donation and it's like, damn it. We are mm-hmm. we are at least making an impact in some people's life. Right. And right. I am so thankful right. for the constant reminder that I matter to somebody Yeah, <laughs> because there are a lot of times where I feel like I don't mean anything to anyone. And even um, if it's just a donation to a podcast, that's enough validation for me to just say, yeah, maybe you feel that way, but look, here's here, you know, I'll kick this over to you. Just stop feeling that way for a little while. And <laughs> that's what I'm thankful for. So and same with reviews and everything. Yeah. You know, all, just, of it. It's, all of it. It's just, it is, Every it is truly it. amazing. Um, Ethan, you want to go next? Yeah, sure, man. Um, yeah, no, the, I, I don't think it's going to be much different than, than yours, Vincent, but <laughs> I, I am, I'm beyond thankful for this community. I, I'll take a little bit different spin. I just, as we were talking about earlier, I, I, I don't think I ever, I, I've always been good at, you know, being, uh, being easygoing and being part of different groups and uh, social whatever groups. Um, I don't know if I've ever been, I've ever felt as truly like embraced as I have from this, this community um, and not even the maker community, because I, I mean, I love our maker community, but it, I, I think it's bigger than that. I think it's the podcast community. It's listeners. I don't know. I just, I've, I've, felt so uh, welcomed and and encouraged and supported by everyone from this the listeners of this podcast to the my Instagram followers to my YouTube subscribers and not even just the numbers I don't care about those I mean I do but not at the end of the day I don't it, it, it's just I, I'm just always amazed at how many people that actually care about what I'm doing and mm. that and and I think you said it earlier, Vincent, the, the messages you get sometimes that are just like, thank you for taking the time to to respond to me mm-hmm. and tell me, you know, and explain what you did or um, and it's, it, it, 
more than that, even like it, there's, there's so many connections I made through this community where I feel like uh, I know more about that person's life or they know more about my life than I thought I could ever share on, on like a social, like for someone I have never met in person. Right. It's, it's just, it's, it's mind boggling to me. And I'm so thankful for this opportunity and this, you know, venue to be able to share my own experiences, but also be able to connect with people. And, uh, and I'm thankful for you, Vincent, because I, I never would have had this opportunity. As I've said so many times, I would never would have thought I would be on a podcast because I'm not good at forming sentences as we're <laughs> hearing right now. And you brought me on and it's, it's been such a great experience. And I think I've also grown a lot from it too. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've gotten better at talking um, on, you know, in my videos, I've been, I think I've been better at talking at doing the things at like make 48 where I had to do, you know, head, you know, uh, interviews and stuff like that. I've, I've learned so much and I've grown so much because you took a chance on me and you brought me on. So, so I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for all these platforms. I'm thankful for the community and I'm thankful for Dave for coming on every 25 episodes and making it easy <laughs> yeah. to the 25th episode of yes. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow managing to map it out in such a way that he was on the Thanksgiving show two years, two years in a row. The, the math of that just, it's impossible for it to work out to be on every 25 <laughs> episodes and still be on one year apart from the prior, but so funny. somehow he did it. So yeah. now you're Dave, the slayer of the impossible. What about you, Dave? What are you, what's your, uh, what's your thankful list this year? Well, you know, I guess, um, it, it, like you guys, much like you guys, very much with with this maker community that I somehow stumbled myself into. Um, it, everyone's just been so supportive and amazing. And in with my audience for for AIC stories, the the ones that don't overlap between us, I know they'll never hear this. Um, but I'm, I'm very thankful for everyone that has. I, I've I've made a lot of changes and I try new things, and it's a wild ride sometimes. You know, not everything works. And I just am so thankful for those people that believe in me enough to stick around and and be willing to just come along on the adventure with me because I don't know where it's going and and they certainly don't. And they're still willing to just say, Hey, we're we're here. You know, we got your back, like you said, with the 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 buy me a coffee support or even just the listening and saying, Yeah, we like this, we don't And, and being willing and, and understanding to that they can reach out and say, I'm not really digging this, you know, and, and what about this? And, and there, there's an element there where it's mind blowing that um, any of it's still happening, you know, and right? <laughs> yeah. know, it's, it's just so, I don't know that there's, there's not really words to say how, how appreciative I am of, of so many people that just follow, you know, and, and check mm-hmm. out the randomness that, that is me. Because, you know, and, and I'm just talking there about my solo stuff with AIC stories. And I'm not even getting mm-hmm. into the randomness of ListWise, which is <laughs> in digital <laughs> suit productions. A and, game. Yeah, that's a whole different ball game. And in you know, thankful for the people that have followed us there too. I mean, we've got we've got listeners that have followed us since day one of Digital Soup, and we've gone through a lot. And they stuck with us, you know, and it's pretty awesome. So that's probably the biggest cool. thing. You know, there's some there's some personal family things and, and people that 
absolutely through the course of this year, I am so thankful that they're still here. You know, we've, we've had a number of, you know, kind of, it, it's been a rough year, year and a half and mm-hmm. lost totally. a lot of people. And, and not only that, but we've had a few people that we almost lost that are still here now. Like we just wrapped up a hunting season and coming into it, uh, we, we were thinking it, it was going to look much different than it did because we had a couple of people battling, you know, cancer and some other pretty serious stuff. And mm-hmm. it wasn't looking good. And lo and behold, they were here with us hunting things are good, you know, and that's oh, awesome. That's amazing. And, and yeah, I won't go too detailed there because these people, you know, I haven't asked them if I can share their stories and stuff, their family, <laughs> but it's, it's personal stuff, but there's been a lot going on. And so definitely thankful for, for all of that kind of stuff too. So that's great, man. Yeah. yeah I, think awesome. I, I noticed the thread, the thread is that we're almost all three of us were basically thankful for other people. Isn't that kind of crazy? Mm-hmm. Like when you think about it, oh, like you're 100%. not thankful for, for things you're not mm-hmm. thankful for oh you know absolutely not, not thankful yeah. for you know the the latest thing that i got or whatever it's the people mm-hmm. it's it's always people it always comes back to people you can have all the things in the world and if you have them alone they ain't worth anything mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy I'm thankful for all the brands that are sponsoring no i'm just kidding yeah, this segment brought to <laughs> you wish. by turkey <laughs> speaking of speaking of things right? <laughs> speaking yeah. of things maybe we should do some things of the week let's do uh, some materialism guys yeah, let's do yeah. That. <laughs> i mean technically one of them isn't materialism but i'll take it anyway so dave why don't you tell us what your thing of the week is uh, this week? mine is the not materialism i'm guessing <laughs> maybe <laughs> it is disney though so who knows um oh. my thing of the weekend and some of you may have seen this already i think it dropped relatively recently yes it is very recent yeah and i i just happened to discover it on disney plus while i was scrolling around with my son we were looking at something i've been deer season's over now but when i'm hunting i i'm out in the woods i'm up at like 3 45 in the morning head up there we get out in the woods in the woods all day so i get home by like 5 30 or 6 and i'm just zombied you know I, i'm in bed by 7 30 but he wanted to sit down and watch something with me so we were scrolling through and i, I stumbled across this this show uh limited series i guess i don't know what you call it it's called star wars galaxy of sounds and basically what they've done is they've created a series of pretty short episodes i think they're all about 20 minutes long or so and they've they've combined some of the most beautiful visuals from the star wars franchise and set them all to music from the 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 series along with featuring sound effects from certain aspects of the film. They've taken out dialogue and voices. So, I mean, naturally, one of my favorites was the dark side, where all you're hearing is noises of the dark side, you know, whether it's the TIE fighters or the sounds in space and the lightsaber, you know, that epic lightsaber sound, all set against these just really amazing Star Wars soundtracks, you know, that they put together. And it's it's just one of those things that you can throw on chill and watch and it just puts you in that relaxed mood you're like ah things are all right <laughs> you know if you're a star <laughs> wars okay. fan yeah if you're a star wars fan i mean you're gonna know all these sounds and you're gonna have seen all of these visuals because they're all it's not like they created anything new for this this is all stuff taken from the films but it's just a complete audio visual experience that gets rid of any and all story and just gives you 20 minutes of like ah this is nice to just zone out to for a little while cool awesome cool. Yeah. yeah i was looking so after you mentioned it mm-hmm. after you mentioned it to me i was looking into it i'm like huh that's, a, that's an interesting idea so yeah. um, 
<laughs> I have to. I have to. I, there's a trailer for it mm-hmm. um, that you sent over on YouTube, and I was like, "This is this is a, this is an interesting idea. I like this. <laughs> yeah, like this it, it's kind of a neat. I mean, let's be real. What it is is Disney trying to repurpose and rehash and, and milk a little more money out of the Star Wars franchise. Um, yeah, you know, as as they're working on releasing new series. Uh, you know, it is what it is. But for fans of the Star, you know, Star Wars franchise and everything else, I think you're going to dig it. I think it's it's a nice, relaxed uh, way to just kind of soak in some of the coolest scenes and, and coolest visuals from the series. And a lot of it that was really crazy to me was there's so often when they're showing, like, say, a setup, uh, a, a setup wide shot on a scene as we see, like, a, a, you know, cruiser or something zooming over a spaceship, zooming over the landscape. You don't really notice those when you're watching the film because you're involved in the story and the action. Mm-hmm. And this takes those scenes, sets the sounds where you're hearing just the sound of the ship coming over with some of the nature sounds or whatever else is, you know, whatever's going on in the scene. And it's letting you really see and appreciate some of the visuals that really go unnoticed in a lot of these films because everyone's there looking hmm. for the next blaster lightsaber battle, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It, it's kind of a cool way. And, yeah, it's probably a money grab by Disney, but you know, hey, I enjoyed it. Everything's so. a money grab by yeah. Disney, yeah. though. So why if should I, that be a criteria? Yeah. <laughs> if I was Disney, I'd be, you know, grabbing every cent I could too because hey, they can. <laughs> they they paid enough for the rights. They better get something out of it exactly. at this point. Exactly. <laughs> so I'll have I'll have the link to something related to this. I ho- I don't know if I can link to a Disney Plus show, but we'll find I'll find something I can link to for this one. So well, yeah, that I will sent be you in- that. There's the YouTube trailer you could link to, and there is the Disney Plus link, which brings you just to their website and mm-hmm. also plays uh, a bit of a trailer, I think, even if you're not it's logged so, in. so Yeah. We'll definitely have some kind of link that you guys can follow. If you're on Disney Plus, just look for, is it Galaxy of Sounds is the, the name Galaxy of it? Galaxy of Sounds. Yeah, Star Wars Galaxy okay. of Sounds. So cool. Gal- there you go. Ethan. <laughs> well, I've already talked about both of mine uh, a lot. So, uh, but yeah, no, I'll, real quick, uh, my things of the week. Yeah, definitely goes out to uh, um, Venom Steel. I, I truly, they make a variety of products. Um, and I have never tried their wipes before. They sent me some of their wipes and they are pretty awesome, actually. Uh, they're, they're basically like, you know, like... Uh, Clorox wipes or whatever, but they have like a little grit on one side. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, so you if you're scrubbing. If, yeah, if you go and scrub or whatever. Uh, but okay. truth be told, I haven't used them much other than taking them out of the package. Um, but the their gloves, their black disposable uh, gloves, I've used for years and years, and uh, I absolutely love them. They they are the best gloves like I've used. So. Cool. Uh, Full disclosure, they send them to me for free, yep. as we talked about. Um, but yeah, I do I do love them. And then, yeah, the the second one would be the Duresta um, Bellows. I've, I've, I love that. I thought that was such a cool project. It was such a Duresta project and so cool. And, and it's just, again, I love that Weaver is supporting him and making these ridiculous projects. <laughs> anyone that doesn't know he made what is it, it like the bellows for you know uh help me for those of you that don't know what bellows are in the old yes. cartoons like the old looney tunes and the old tom and jerry cartoons they used to grab that thing with two handles and squeeze it together and air would come out one side mm-hmm. that's a bellows now upscale that 
to human size right and hang it on a hang on a frame and put a, a handle on it so you can work it while you're in front of it and that's what jimmy made and right. it's, it's like sick. for forging you know for forging mm-hmm. a core uh coal forge or whatever like it's 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 awesome and if you've just... operated a coal forge which i have actually i know you, you realize how much it, it sucks <laughs> so i'm just gonna is... say you hated it i yeah. did hate it but <laughs> i would have probably liked it a little more if i could have played with a giant bellows right it was comically right. large <laughs> it's so funny it's so fun and it's just it, it's comical it is actually like kind of a cartoon it's though car- it's cartoonishly large which yes. is what makes it brilliant <laughs> so yeah so Cool. All right. Yep. So uh, we'll have both of those links in the show notes. My thing of the week starts with me eating crow. I have, <laughs> to, eat, I have to eat crow on this one. Ah, sounds gross. So, okay. So there's a thing that people have been buying for their kitchens for about the last three years. And I have mocked every one of these people. Mm. And it's not the Instant Pot. It's the other thing that everyone's been buying. An air fryer. Which is an air fryer. Exactly. Yeah. So you see it too. Okay. An air fryer is a damn convection oven. And it is actually a convection oven. There's no arguing that. But I will say this. I could not take the hype anymore. And full FOMO kicked in. And <laughs> I went one. You got one. way over the top. Oh, no. <laughs> Which one did you get? Which okay. One? So I got the Ninja Max Oh, that's XL. what I have. I got the Mac. It, the thing's giant. It's ridiculous. It oh, looks maybe, like R2D2. I don't know if I have the Max, yeah. It's gigantic. Yeah, I don't know if I have I the Max. I got it big because, you know, I figured we'd be making wings in it and stuff. And it's like, if you're going to make wings, you don't want to make like five wings. You want to make right. like a lot of wings. So I figured, let's just get the bigger one. So I looked up. I did a lot of research. I was like, which one's the best? Which one's the best? So there was one that was the best. And it ain't this one. It was like $300. And I'm like, I'm not spending $300 on another convection oven. So I saw this one. This one um, was $40 off when I got it. It was like $119 on Amazon. I'm like, okay, I can justify this. Let's give this a go and see how it works. So I got it. I bring it home. I went to Trader Joe's because where else would I go? And I bought a whole bunch of stuff to try in it. And mm. every damn thing that I put in this thing comes out amazing. Delicious. And it's so infuriating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so, so you hate it. You hate that you love it that much. I, dude, I, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I hate that yeah. I love it. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> I don't. I know. Are we going to see a new a new uh, series or offshoot on the, the Snacker Joe's account then? Of air, <laughs> well, air, I, air I have fryer Joe's. <laughs> so it's really funny. There is an account on uh-huh. Instagram called Trader Joe's Air Fry. Um, mm. And they have actually coached me through making a few things in here. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this. The damn thing's magical. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass kind of getting the timing right and the temperature yeah. right. Because okay. they do and have, cleaning cleaning's kind of a pain in the ass. Well, that's the one thing I like about this one. So this oh, one, yeah? you take okay. the basket and the tray and you just throw it in the dishwasher All and right. it cleans. Oh, nice. um, but yeah, the, some of them are a mother to clean. This one, I'm really, really happy with I, it. And I, I finally make mozzarella sticks that don't fall apart, which is amazing. I, I, I thought the whole air fry thing was such a scam. So did I. Um, and I made fun of people. Yes. And I no, was just wrong 100%. as hell. It, it is actually a really fantastic I, I started out by I yeah. started this out by saying I ate crow. I was hoping that once we found out somebody would make the joke of, well, at least you know how to cook it now. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, wasn't I would gonna say, say it. I want one it, too bad. It, it's it's I'm I'm not gonna lie, dude. 
I it changed the way I cook because now when I want okay, I'll give you a perfect example. Like I love frozen mozzarella sticks. I like to go to the pizza place and get them because mm-hmm. they're they're usually a pain in the ass to make, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not, but, and they, they're not usually at anywhere close to as good. They don't mm-hmm. come out right. Yeah, and even like right. I have a deep fryer, and yep. it's one of those really cool ones where it's got mm-hmm. the lid and it's got the basket and everything's mm-hmm. safe and relatively mm-hmm. clean, even though it's mm-hmm. still a freaking mess. Mm-hmm. And I've tried the convection oven, I've tried baking them, I've tried everything, but they never come out right. Right. So the fir- one of the first things I wanted to try with this was those, and it took a little bit of dialing in, but. Dude, five minutes. I'm not even exaggerating. Five mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. One of the things I love about this is there's no heat up time. You set it at yeah. 400 degrees and hit it for eight minutes. Within 20 seconds, it's 400 degrees. Mm. So mm-hmm. you set it and, and forget like, it. Where have I heard you that? Just turn before? it on and walk away. <laughs> it beeps when it's done. It cooks your food for you and it comes out perfect. So. Brought to you by Ron Popeil. Exactly. Yeah, you would think. I would, yeah, after all this talk about sponsors, I want to be sponsored by Ninja. Jesus, those guys know how to make food stuff. By the oh, way, really? like literally, the second that uh, that he says that tagline, yeah, I think I th- I thought we were on break. I thought we were doing a commercial break. Over <laughs> to set it and forget it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I did, we didn't Dave. have the audience behind us cheering as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear, I, I was so wrong about this that I can't be the only one that was wrong about this. It's oh, no, one of the greatest no, things ever. Yes. I've heard awesome. great things. And I waited. It. I waited because I got this a month ago and I waited mm-hmm. before I before I put this on the show. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to make sure that this thing is good. And I actually ordered it October eleventh. I see it on the screen now. Okay, October eleventh. So it's now November. As we do this, it's November twenty second. And it's changed the way I cook. So that's I would awesome. highly recommend it. There you go. That's yeah, my that's a good thing one. of the week. That's a good there one. There you go. Um, I will have it in the show notes. Also in the show notes will be the link to um, the listener shops, which yes. is becausewemake.com slash listener shops. If you want to go directly there, or it's in the menu bar at the top of the website where we have four people who are who submitted their shop to be featured. And we will feature you. All you have to do if you're a listener of the podcast Jump into the contact form. Let us know you have a shop, and we will uh, we will put a link to your stuff, and people will hopefully come buy some stuff for Christmas. You know how they'll be able to buy stuff for Christmas? They have money, and you know who else has money? The people that support this show financially. <laughs> Yay! Rough is rough. <laughs> um, a really good transition. Um, those people include Leanne and Nick from Hemlock and Hyde, Dave from Atomic Airship Works, Emily Joyce, Ed from Ed's Clocks and More, Rory from RLL Woodworks, Chris from Full Steam Designs, Jeff Stein, a.k.a. A Weird Guy, Debbie Haddock, Jerry Hyduke, Joey from JH Custom Woodcraft, Dean Duplantis, Jacob Anguiano from Native Sun Wood Art, Robert J. Keller, Scott from Dad at Yourself DIY, the one and only Grant Alexander, Tony Langer from Langer Works, Jacob from Other Dog Designs, Jake from IMakeJake.com, um, Al, Big Al Schultz from New York Woodworks, my buddy and pal, Justin Ofler, Bear Maked, uh, Greg from Platte Valley Woodworks, Adam Mackey, Maker Mackey, and Clampcast, Kim and Garrett, Andrew Richard from Andrew Richard Makes, Kellen Hazlip of Kellen Makes, David from Southern Style DIY, Jeff the Weekend DIYer, Sean Walworth from Proper Tools Podcast, and new to the list, what? the master of miniature, Chris Raley from Route 9 Signs. <sighs> Is He's now a supporter a, of this yeah. podcast. What a mensch. Mm-hmm. What a mensch. So, we so many amazing 
people. I can't believe this is the list of people that give us money to do this nonsense every week. I, it's I know. Like, I feel, I feel wrong like with you people? embarrassed that I'm not as talented as them. Yeah, you know? it's, it's, it's quite a list of people. I mean, yeah. you guys... Yeah. You guys kill it every week, and we appreciate it, and we appreciate the financial support. If you can't support the show financially, like I always say, there's a lot of ways to support the show. There are a lot of ways to support the show, which include leaving a review, uh, sharing the show, turning someone else onto it so they can come and have all the fun that you're having listening to this fine <laughs> podcast every single week. We appreciate all of you, whatever you do to support the show and to grow it into what it could be one day, but we don't care if it ever gets there. (laughs) (laughs) Tune back a few seconds. You'll get the joke. If you didn't, if you missed it, (laughs) it's a reference. Uh, It's a callback as they say in the biz. Um, But yeah, I think that's going to do it for this week. Dave, it's always a pleasure. uh, Dave, honest question. Mm -hmm. Honest question. Do you hate that we bring you on every time? <laughs> no. <laughs> we know that answer. The answer is yes. No, the no. question <laughs> the question is, you come on on episode one yep. of this podcast. Did you ever think, and you can be honest, just bluntly honest, did you think on episode one that you would hear episode 125 of this podcast? I'd have to say no, but only because I never gave it a thought. You know, to me, I, I always looked at it and was like, cool, he's doing this thing. I don't know what the heck all this maker stuff is. I, you know, whatever. <laughs> cool. I'm just glad, you know, I'm happy to be here and whatever. It's fun to talk to you. And, you know, this is cool. And I never thought much about it. Now, by the time I he, came back he, on on episode 25, absolutely, I thought it'd still be around. You guys were, do, were getting Do you think growing. that, like, did you, were you introduced to the maker community through this podcast, do you think? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Because prior to that, well, yeah, as far as, yes, as far the, as the, the intricate, yeah, yeah the like tight knit community, yeah, like yeah. the, the Motsi group and, and the, the tight knit group, you know, with Instagram and, you know, all, all the, all the people we, we all mutually know absolutely because of this podcast. Cause prior to that, I was with, with my show I was doing, it was all creativity based and I talked to some makers and, um, I didn't really know that was a term at that point, but you know, <laughs> I, I was just interested in talking to creatives doing mm-hmm. cool stuff and it, it kind of merged there. And then I made my shifts, but I, I would have never found myself even knowing anything about the maker community, let alone kind of being accepted in, you know, albeit I still kind of scratch my head as to how, but I won't say that because they'll all yell at me in the Discord. You are going to yell at you as soon as we're off this. Yeah, yeah, every, everyone says that, and and I appreciate that. But you know, at the same time, it's like, yeah, I would I would have never known any of that except for through this show, getting to meet people and you know people reaching out. And I I remember at one point in time, I don't, I don't remember exactly when it was, but I started getting all these random people following me on Instagram. <laughs> and they're like making stuff. I'm like, oh, this is cool. These look neat. What is it? Oh, that's cool. You know, I didn't know what was going on yeah. until all of a sudden I realized, like, oh, that's basically the whole Motsi group and you know, all this stuff. I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. Gotcha. So, yeah. Well, I'm just going to say this much. I'm just going to say this much. 125 episodes. Mm-hmm. It's more than that, but we're just going by the official number. Mm-hmm. 125 episodes into this podcast. It literally would not be here without you. <laughs> oh, because, yeah. totally. God's honest truth. 
I had never, when I finished doing the last podcast I did before this one, I was mm-hmm. done with podcasting, never wanted to do another one. And the only reason this podcast exists is because you had me and Aunt Pruitt on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On yours. And after doing it, I sat there in my chair and I was like, I got to go. I got to do this. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I enjoyed that. I missed that. And I was mm-hmm. like, I got to get back behind a microphone again. Mm-hmm. And, I, I don't know. What was it? A month and a half later? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it may, it, something that, like that. It was yeah. very close. Was, and I remember <laughs> fun little behind the scenes stuff for y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually emailed or Twitter messaged Dave and I'm like, look, I just want to put this out there. Um, I really enjoyed being on your show and it's inspired me to start another podcast. Yeah. And I don't want to feel like I'm stepping on your toes. I just want to make sure it's okay with you if I do that because here's what I have in mind. Yeah. And your advice was, Go for it, man. Good luck. Yeah, do it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I had no corner on the market. What are you asking my permission for? <laughs> do it. Let's grow. Well, it. I was totally going to rip off your format because I thought you had the right idea, like interviews when you could get them and yep. shorter solo shows when you couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I just never got around to doing the solo shows. <laughs> uh, you know, I, and I did. And then I got another whimsy up my backside and i'll try this and now i'm gonna do this and now my problem i just get too many ideas that i i decide that's the one i'm jumping into it when this one's finished and that's the next thing yep. i can't ever i love up. that man i think that's awesome being nimble Thanks. is being nimble is a lot better for a creative mind than being in a rut believe me vincent <laughs> yeah. i think i think i think there is a dave swadek and aunt pruder episode <laughs> i i you know i i've been meaning to get an ant will see this because he'll get a tag in the story post mm-hmm. but i've been meaning to get ant back I feel on like, i feel like i i think that'd be a really fun episode and i'm just gonna insert myself into that but <laughs> yeah sure um, well i feel but, like ever since ant became big time yep and you know oh, yeah. went on to work at twit and you know started yeah, working no, i've name dropped him so many times and oh, maybe dude, it's, people amazing. Like, it's amazing it's yeah. amazing like if you, you want you want some gravitas in the space just mention that you know Ant Pruitt, who works for Twit, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, yeah, Ant, we know Ant, but mm-hmm. God's honest truth, I, I really would like to have all of you on because I don't get to talk to Ant that much. I, no. He's just no, busy I, I as hell. anymore. Like I, we after we recorded our episode, yeah, it was we well, talked he was for a while. Yeah. just really getting going with Twit, and yeah. now it's like he's just yeah. all Twit all the oh, time. Yeah. So yeah, he's swamped. He's going to be he's the king of the Twits. But yeah, we, we, <laughs> we'll get Andrew. We'll get. Andrew. We'll get Let's do on. that. We should do that. Uh, we'll have a reunion episode. show. Yeah. We'll have a reunion show. Right. Plus Ethan. <laughs> mm. Reunion plus Ethan. Actually, we have enough slots on Zencaster to bring one more guest in. We probably could do that, actually. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You never know. Mm. That might happen at episode 150. Maybe we have the <laughs> recreation of the episode that brought this podcast <laughs> to life. There you Who go. knows? You never know what's going to happen. No. That's why what? you listen. From the bottom of my heart. From the bottom of my heart, thank you to both of you mm-hmm. because yeah. the show wouldn't exist without either one of you, oddly enough. Um, and thank you to everyone that listens to this show week after week. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you head over to the listener shop section on the website and support the people that support this show because without them, there'd be nothing to listen to. So if you're looking for something, maybe they sell it by all means. Tell them we sent you and they'll treat you with nothing but love because they love you and we love you. And we'll see you next time. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Bye.